Queendom. Hello, friends. Welcome to episode number 39 of the New York City K-Pop Queens. I'm your co-host, Emily. And I'm your co-host, Charity. We have a fun evening in store for you. Lots of new music came out this past week. We finally are getting back to more than one or two reviews. So you know Charity and I are happy. Our faves, NCT 127, Japanese comeback, Young's back. We have a lot to go into there. Then we're going to talk about a K-pop queen we've never mentioned on the podcast. Changha, new release, big album. Another solo artist, Kang Daniel, had a release of a single and music video we're going to discuss for you. Monsta X recently released a Japanese single and music video, so you know we're going to talk about that. Our boys, Stray Kids, SKZ Code, we have another episode to comment on. A lot of news in the K-pop world this week. You know we're going to talk about it. Plus, song of the week. We have a fun quiz tonight. And I'm sure a bunch of other stuff will come up. So, Charity, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Ready to get into it. No, there's lots of fun stuff. And obviously, uh, Monster X, I'm always happy when they give me content. I don't care what it is. Just give it to me. Just give it to me. <laughs> one song, one Japanese music video. And Charity's like, this is the highlight of the week. <laughs> <laughs> If you're like Charity, you're going to have to wait because we have some other big new releases and full albums to discuss this week. Yeah, I think it's going to be a fun episode. I think we're good. I want to go over poll results very quickly. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. Welcome our new listeners. A lot of times during the podcast while we're recording, Charity and I will disagree on things or a subject matter comes up that we're dying to kind of know your opinion. So we run polls on our Twitter page. Our Twitter account is NYC K-pop Queens. Please give us a follow. We'll follow you back. We want to be friends. Slide into the DMs and vote in these polls. We love seeing your opinions. Sometimes it's like, yes, right on. And other times we're very shocked. So (laughs) the queendom, as we affectionately refer to our listeners, never lets us down. Please give us a follow. Last week, we had a special Valentine's Day episode, which we enjoyed way too much. Charity, we were living for that episode. <laughs> right? It was a lot of fun for us, hopefully for all of you. So we did our top 10 K-pop love songs. And mine tended to be um, a little sweeter. I went with songs that kind of captured that initial feeling of being in love. And Charity went with songs that were a little more on the sexy side. I think that's a safe comparison. Do you agree? (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Okay. So we posted our playlist. We asked your opinion. Charity, there's a reason the Queendom listens to our podcast. 60% chose Charity's playlist. (gasps) Wow. Thank you, Queendom. Sexy people unite. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. 60% liked Charity's playlist. So there you go. Thank you for voting. There's a lot of people that go towards the grown and sexy. And we're so happy to have listeners in that category because if you listen to us, you know that's us. Right. (laughs) We tend towards the darker, sexy stuff. I was sweet last week, but I think y'all know that's that's (laughs) not normally the case. Um, So thank you for voting in that one. And then really the big controversy of last week on the show. Charity finally admitted something that I've known for years. (laughs) Her BTS bias has changed. 
I knew it. I think you all knew it. I think BTS knew it. This has been obvious <laughs> for so long, but it's, you know, we had to let Charity admit it. She had to admit the issue. Everyone else can see it. It's like an addict. Everyone else <laughs> can see it, but they have to admit they have a problem. You had to admit it. You had to, you know, be mm-hmm. honest with yourself. For those of you that don't know, Charity's bias in BTS was Nam June, RM, the leader, and Suga was always her wrecker. But she's really swayed to Yoongi for a long, long time. And I affectionately tease her about it and say, he's your bias. And last week, Charity admitted it. So guys, I even bought a Shooky keychain. <laughs> That's how official we are. <laughs> when you're getting merch. Yeah, that, oh. <laughs> I That's was such like, a big deal. That's okay. like committed to my bias now. Let's do it. Let's do it, Yoongi. You and me. No more Koya stuff. Sorry, Nam June. We may reunite one day. You know, I went back to Jungkook. It happens. (laughs) It happens. So you can always just swerve with your bias sometimes. (laughs) I've swerved quite a few times, as loyal listeners know. Um, (laughs) But I swear I'm going to be loyal this time and stick with Jungkook. Famous last words. Right. right. As, as I was saying that, I'm like, girl, do not put that into the universe. People are going to call you out in a year when something happens. But uh, anyways, so we asked on our Twitter, if you had to choose between RM or Suga, who would your bias be in BTS? 64% charity picked Suga over <gasps> RM. So, wow. Okay. Looks like I made the right choice. Exactly. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. So thank you all so much for voting in the polls. We appreciate it. I'm sure we're going to have some from tonight. So check out the Twitter page. Let us know your opinions. We love hearing from you. Again, that's NYC K-pop Queens, all one word. Give us a follow, Instagram and Twitter. I want to give some quick shout outs to all of our friends from around the world. We see where you're listening from. We can see not who's listening, but we can see where you're listening from. And it continues to humble us every week that we have this worldwide community here with the New York City K-pop Queens. So thank you so much. Shout out Columbus, Ohio, Santa Fe, New Mexico, Phoenix, Arizona, Tijuana. Shout out to our friends in Iraq and Indonesia. I want to shout out new clubhouse friends. I've been maybe wasting time. I don't know. Sometimes it feels valuable, but I've been on clubhouse (laughs) a lot recently. So I want to shout out any of my clubhouse friends that are listening. Hi. And let's send a lot of love, a lot of love and thoughts to all of those in the United States experiencing bad weather. The South and Texas are in trouble right now. I know. I hope Kai in Texas. <sighs> yes. Shout out, Kai. We hope you're okay and we hope you're safe because it just seems really scary and bad. So we're sending love to all of you guys. And on a brighter note, happy birthday to J-Hope for BTS. We're recording happy on Wednesday. Birthday. Yeah, he did a V Live that crashed the server in two seconds, went to YouTube, went back to V Live. It was oh. a funny thing <laughs> for Armies. Shout out, Hobie. We love ya. God, I think with that, we got to get into this charity. Yes. I'm bursting at the seams. Okay. First up, we've got to talk about NCT 127. If you listen to the podcast, you know we're big fans of NCT, so we're always very excited when they have a comeback or anything coming out. This is a Japanese EP, a mini album. Okay. So <laughs> it's called Love Holic. The first single and music video is called Gimme Gimme. Ugh. First off, I have to say, they should have released this last week so we could have talked about it on the Valentine's Day episode. I mean, Love Holic, mm. come on, guys. 
first love. There is a lot of love. Right? Yes. It's like a love album. But you still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You feel me? Loading them up on. It, it only takes structure. And, and, you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah. Know what I mean? So do do your homies uh got a role in your in your little you mean? Yeah, yeah, we all we all artists over here, man. I'm trying to get them on there. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, yeah. 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 Bro, me and my man, like me and my man Kai, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this <laughs> shit. Right now. With this I gotta lie, we play with this shit right now for for. Oh, I gotta don't play with it. Don't play with it. No. Take that shit serious. Well, I don't know about that charity because I was getting nothing but sucks from Gimme Gimme. <laughs> These boys. <laughs> well, they know me. Yeah, I love the song. I oh, love yeah. it so much. It's quintessential NCT. It's a little hard. I think NCT 127, they have such aggressive, cool songs. And this one lives up to the hype. I love Sexy hip hop. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. That beat is everything. Mm-hmm. So I love the song. I think the song is very catchy and very well done. You can't be surprised. It's NCT. But there's something with that, like, dun, 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 yes, dun. yes, I love I, that part. <laughs> it's so addictive. It's so cool. So... I love the song, and then the music video comes on. And when I tell you I died, I died. Like, I'm not here. Emily is buried somewhere because this was too much for me. It was too much for me, Charity. Many reasons why. The biggest one. Young is back. So glad Tae to see him Young back. is back. Welcome back. We missed you so much. We've been sending you good vibes. So happy to see him back. He looks healthy. He looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, my He was bringing goodness. it in that video. It's like probably three lines in. He does that choreography where they're doing kind of the sidewalk, like the mm-hmm. stalking. The stop. I can't do this. Like, <laughs> it was too much for me. Right there. I was like, this is too much for me. It's too good. And the rest of the video I just thought was fantastic. It was shot by the same director as God's Menu and Backdoor Stray Kids. <gasps> oh, wow. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. Those transitions... I was like, this is really well done. Those really cool transitions. And then I found out, well, it's the same director at Stray Kids. Amazing. We talk about Stray Kids all the time. You know, we think they're the kind of next big thing. Yeah. They're the ones of all the younger groups. Everyone else is noticing SM went and hired that director real quick. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I thought the music video was great. I mean... They don't need a storyline. No. Just give me the amazing choreography, great costumes, hair, makeup, and those boys will sell the performance. And they did. Did you see Haitian's red hair? Yes. I could not. And then you know who really shocked me in that video? Yuta. Girl, I just brought him up, I feel like, within the past month that he was standing out to me vocally. He's sneaking in like you would not believe. He just came out of left field. He's got that blue hair. Get out of oh, here. Of yeah, Johnny like, looked really hot too, though. But. Well, I thought what Johnny surprised me with vocally, you know, now we're hearing rapper Johnny. Yes, I love rapper Johnny. Remember during Misfit, we're like, Johnny's part of the rap line I at know. NCT? I thought they utilized his voice so well. The low, chill rap, oh, his part, yeah. I was like, what the heck? It was so good. So good, Johnny. Like, Perfect. Yeah, Yuta stood out. And then you know who else stands out to me? 
all the time. He has a really engaging personality, but more and more, my focus goes to him. Jung Woo. Wow. Fantastic. Fantastic in this song. I thought he really stood out. Jaehyun. Jaehyun always looks like when he comes on screen, it's like, I feel like he's saying the grown man's here out of the way. He's very like James Bond. Very cool. And just effortless and just kind of slides in. Sexy, confident, and grown. Like he's going to take care of everything. Wow. Vote for him to be the next James Bond. Just going to put that out there. Oh my girl. You know, his, this acting (laughs) debut. I know. (laughs) I watched the trailer for it. I'm sure everyone else did. I am so excited for this show on Netflix. If you don't know what we're talking about, Jaehyun is a romantic lead in a K-drama. I think it premieres the 24th. I could be wrong. There's a lot going on next week. We're excited about that. He's going to be a great actor. I'm really, really looking forward to it. I don't know. I just loved this. I yeah. I loved it. I really, really loved it. It's everything I want from NCT. Yeah. It's everything I want from them. My only little critique would be in the comeback performance, the live performance, I didn't love the costuming. Yeah. Or Ooh. I didn't like Taeyong's bright pink hair. I like the more subtle, like- The purple. Yeah. Ugh. He is a king with icy tones. Yeah. Blonde, platinum, lavender. That's what works on this man. I'm an expert. I've looked at many pictures and videos. Um, that's my favorite. <laughs> I agree with you. Like the pink hair, I wasn't loving. And I hated like Do Young and Mark's hats. And like, yeah, the, I just didn't like the styling. I did not like the styling for the performance. There's a little bit of that in the music video, but most of the music video is suits and really sexy, cool costumes. So music video worked for me. The comeback performance, I was like, eh. but the choreography give it up to the choreographer. The footwork is so cool in this. The footwork is like insane. So please SM, please release a dance practice video for this. Oh my goodness. Yes. Right. We need it. Like, give me, give me everything. I love it yeah, so much. Give me all of it. Give me more. <laughs> give me whatever you want. Like it doesn't even matter. Give me. I'll take it. <laughs> what about the mini album, the EP? What other songs stood out to you? I really loved right now, like love, yes. love, loved that. Completion and Do Young's voice in that song. Oh my goodness. And I love how yes. it starts off. It has a different tone when it starts, and then it goes into more like smooth kind of song. Not so much aggressive as I feel like it started with. Do you know what I'm talking yes. about? Yes. No, for sure. For sure. There's like a tone shift. And yes. it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. I also really liked First Love. It was very 90s. And I'm always a sucker for, hey, ho. So hey. it reminded me, it's like the ballad version of 90s yeah, love. I love yes. it. Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. I'm like, oh. this is the ballad version of 90s love. Oh, loved it. <laughs> I love Chicka Bomb Bomb. Basically the whole album. Like, what am I talking yeah. about? I really didn't skip any song. I listened to it a couple times today. Yeah. No. I mean, there's not a bad song on the album. Yeah. I'm with you. Besides Gimme Gimme. I love. Yeah, it's my favorite. Right now, I thought it was the second strongest song on the album. Yeah. I thought it was really good. The other ones were good, but those two for me are the ones that I'm like, yeah, these are the best songs on the mm-hmm. album. It was really well done. And it's just fun to see NCT 127. I think, yeah. this is controversial, but I think of all the NCT units, they're my favorite. I'm going to yeah. go ahead and say that. No, same. Without a doubt. 
Right. There's just yeah. something with all of their music, all of their music, regular and Simon says, and there's just something with them that I love every song and I become really passionate. I like all the other NCT subunits. There's nothing like, oh, but I don't like them. If you listen to the podcast, you know, we're really, really big fans of NCT, all 23 of them. Obviously, Wavy, we're huge into Dream, but there's something about NCT 127 that just feels like home. I just adore them. And having Young back... I know. I was happy to see him. He Me was too. so missed. I feel like there was a big gaping hole in all those performances without him. Everything. All the reality shows. Like it's yeah. there's certain people that it's rough when they're gone and you can feel their presence is missing. There's other people that can't leave the group. And Taeyong is one. Like there is no NCT without him. Sorry, it's a fact. He's NCT in so many ways. You need him. So so happy to see him back and looking healthy and laughing during V Lives. Like, we're just thrilled to have you back. I kind of want to hear Gimme Gimme. Yes. Let's play a clip of Gimme Gimme by NCT 127. <laughs> NCT, they're just always so aggressive and yeah, they're so cool. And cool. Yes. Exactly. Just all they're the, the coolest guys. Ugh. They're the coolest, coolest guys. Like I they sound cool. I just can't. Right. Oh and I, I wish love I was that cool. The voices. They have so many nice, unique voices. Yeah. Different tones, different stuff kind of coming in and out of that. I love it. I'm sorry, I'm gushing over Taeyang. But I love his voice. We've talked about that before. His kind of rap voice. And when he yes. oh. he does these like little speaking parts that are so cool and unique. I love how he pronounces things. Me too. <laughs> and he like draws certain, you know, yes. phrases out. And it's just really cool. So congratulations, NCT 127. It's nice to see you guys back together as a unit. I think this was a really strong EP. Mm-hmm. I love Gimme Gimme. So I brought up. I think NCT-127 is my favorite subunit. I think maybe we should take a quiz to find out which subunit we should be in. Ooh. Emily, is it quiz time? Quiz time. (laughs) (laughs) I think we nailed that one. I mean, yeah. SM, if you're listening, we're available for all kinds of recordings. So if you want something like quiz time, it's going to take a couple years. Charity and I have really, really worked at perfecting our quiz time theme song. And I'll be honest, like, I think we nailed that. I think we are getting there. There's a lot of layers into this. It's complicated production to do it live is really difficult. And we just try our best every week. And you all know it's been a journey, but I think the quiz time theme song, it could happen, Charity. Yeah, we're getting there. So (laughs) Anyways, sorry. It's just we work so hard on the theme song. We sometimes get caught up in it and have the two door hordes. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> let's get back to the quiz. So this week's quiz is called Choose Your Favorite Foods to Reveal Which NCT Subunit You Belong In. Our quizzes are posted in the description of the podcast you're listening to right now. There should be a link so you can take it along with us. We always share it on Twitter. 
please follow us, NYC K-pop queens. Let us know who you get, or in this case, which subunit you get. If you're joining one of us in a subunit, if you've got a different one, please play along and let us know. Charity, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, our first question. Pick a soda. Root beer, cherry Coke, 7-Up, or Fanta? I'm going cherry Coke. Me too. Now choose a cafe beverage. Caramel macchiato, iced coffee, green tea latte, or a cappuccino? Iced coffee. I'm going for a caramel macchiato. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Choose a breakfast carb. All of them. Right. Uh, <laughs> carbs. Yes, please. All of the above, please. Yes. Everything. <laughs> okay. Your choices are a bagel, French toast, waffles, or pancakes. Going with pancakes. I'm going to go with waffles. Choose a breakfast protein. Sausage, eggs, bacon, or ham? Eggs. Yeah, same. I eat eggs like every day. Oh, geez. I just said the word. So for those of you that don't know, that's my dog's favorite treat. And I said it really loud. (gasps) And I usually don't say it. I spell it. So if you start hearing Freddie barking or panting, that's why I (laughs) panted. He's like, you said the magic word, mom. Where's my food? Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. This could get dicey the rest of the recording. I just want to give you all a heads up. Okay. What's for lunch? Burritos, buffalo chicken, mac and cheese, or sushi? I'm going to go sushi. I'm going to go mac and cheese. Which salty snack? Pretzels, chips, popcorn, or anything cheesy? I'm going to go with chips. I'm going to go with popcorn. Let's go out to eat. Choose a type of food. Italian, Mexican, Indian, or Thai? Mexican. Love it, love it. I'm going Italian. Now choose a fast food place. Panda Express, Burger King, Popeyes, or Taco Bell? Uh, I guess Taco Um, Bell. (laughs) Yeah, I guess I'm going to go with Taco Bell. Um, I'm going to do Popeyes. Okay. What's for dessert? Ice cream, cake, brownie, or donuts? Ice cream. I'm going to go with brownie. Pick a fruit. Kiwi, peach, orange, banana. A peach. Kiwi. Okay. Pick a veggie. Spinach, potatoes, broccoli, or carrots? I'm going to go with the potatoes. Me too. (laughs) I'm like, which one's the one that gets turned into carbs? The unhealthy one? <laughs> Potatoes. Lastly, pick an American favorite. Grilled cheese, hot dogs, cheeseburger, or apple pie? I'm going to say right now we better get a different result because I think we've picked different ones yes, every time. Should, yeah. So BuzzFeed, we're counting on you. I'm picking grilled cheese. I'm also picking grilled cheese. <gasps> Who did you get? I got NCT 127. <gasps> Jealous. Your tastes are bold, intense, and powerful, meaning you'd fit in perfectly with NCT 127. I got NCT Dream. Your tastes are sweet, youthful, and fresh. No. Which means you'd fit in perfectly with (laughs) NCT Dream. I didn't choose anything fresh or sweet. I'm like, I want carbs. Like, (laughs) give me mac and cheese. They're like, look at this sweet, youthful taste. (laughs) Well, all right. I mean, that's fine. I'd be happy to be in their group. I really like them. I could yeah. make new friendships. I could bond with new people. Like, yeah. it's fine. Sometimes things don't work out in life. And you just <laughs> you just get placed in a different group than your friends. And you go, you know what? I'm going to make new friends. It's fine. <sighs> so it's totally fine. What a How fun time. How many times can you say fine? <laughs> fine. 
It's fine. <laughs> totally fine. Uh, no, all good. Play along with us. Let us know what you got. If you're joining me with our new friends in NCT Dream, we're going to make it better than ever. (laughs) (laughs) Or or you joining Charity in NCT 127. Or maybe you're going with Wavy. You know, there's other options. There are, yeah. That was a fun quiz. Again, we'll share it on Twitter. So please be sure to follow us. Share your results. In reality, I'd be happy to join any subunit of NCT. Okay, moving on. So now we're going to talk about a solo artist that has a wonderful reputation in K-pop, but we haven't really talked about her on the podcast. So we thought this was a great time to review because she just released her first full-length album. We're talking about Chungha. The album is called Carencia. It's a full-length album. She kind of broke it up into four different parts. We'll talk about that when we get into the album, but let's talk about the first single and music video. It's called Bicycle. I'm interested to get your thoughts. Okay. I think that this woman is sexy, fierce, and a badass. And I love (laughs) it. This woman is my aesthetic. Let's just put it right there. All the things I want to be. Okay. I love that it's like R&B and like a pop trap song. Mm -hmm. I thought she looked amazing in the video. I loved her costumes. I loved... The lyrics, let's just say that. Um, a lot of innuendo that I was down for. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> love, love, yeah. love, 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 love. <laughs> There's definitely a lot of <laughs> yes. Not just talking about riding a bicycle. It gave me major Ariana Grande side to side vibes. Oh, yes. Yes. What that song's about. And uh-huh. also the music video, she does spin and rides a bicycle. So. I saw some inspiration from mm-hmm. Ariana Grande. Yeah, she's pretty fierce. I What I really liked was the choreography. The way that she attacked oh, the dancing, yeah. I oh. thought was really cool. There's nothing about her that's cutesy and sweet. No, And I, no. I'm sure she can play that. She came off a lot more mature and confident. It was kind of refreshing to see because we review so many girl groups and the visuals can be very similar. So it was really cool to review a solo female doing something different. Big budget video. I thought the costumes, the styling, right. the music. What was your favorite? Do you have a favorite look? Like um, when she was on the bicycle and it was all, all blinged out. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. I liked the gold. All the gold was beautiful. Oh, yes. And I really liked the outfit where she has like the two buns on top of her head. <gasps> yes. Yes. I thought she looked so cool and badass. She has a good voice. She's very pretty and hot, not cutesy. And yeah, yeah, I think it works. I thought this was great. I was like, all right, yeah, this is a great of the moment music video. It felt very current. It felt really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Bicycle's a good song. I'm here for it. I agree. I think she's great. I couldn't get over how long this album was. Yes. That's what I was going to say. We need to break down the album. I have so many different thoughts on it. So her album, everyone, is what, 16 songs? Like at least 16, plus 20. like the pro the prologues for yeah. all the other ones and the epilogue. Yeah. She broke it into four different parts. I have mixed feelings on it. I genuinely like a lot of the songs, but it's kind of like all over the place. For me, it's too all over the place. I think it's really cool that she kind of did this like she took us around the world. You know, there's English and Spanish and I Korean and so many different styles. But I don't know if the concept was, let's just do a lot of stuff and see what works. It kind of felt that way a little bit. 
I don't want to be too negative about that because each, she called them like side A, side B, side C, side D. They mm-hmm. had specific sounds. I do think within the sides, they all had individual sounds. It's just different to release an album like that. I'm not used to that. I thought it was cool. Yeah, I don't know how I feel. I think it's like, you know, I've read a lot of her reviews and watched interviews with this release. And she said something about seeing all the different stuff she could do, working with producers and kind of trying new styles. And again, like, that's cool. I just personally, I don't think I would release a bunch of different styles in my first solo album. I would release, here's the best of what I can do. Mm-hmm. Here's who I am. Because there are songs on the album that I would have trimmed off. I think it's good, but there's no way I'm keeping all 20 of those songs. I would have trimmed it to maybe 12 and it it would still be really good. I just think like, oh, great. Oh, great. I was really surprised at how long it was. But yeah, I had so many songs that I like. Add to playlist, add to playlist, add to playlist. Like I was shocked at how many I really, really liked. Let's break it down. I kind of wrote my favorite songs within each of those four sides, but whatever you want to do, like what were your favorite songs? I did like what my favorite was and then the others were just as I was listening kind of thing. And I don't think sometimes I, when I play them, I don't do it in order and I like have it on shuffle and I don't realize it when I do it (laughs) (laughs) because I just have it on the background. And then if something kind of like grabs me, I go screenshot it. Okay. And then I let it keep going and then I'll go listen to what I screenshot. That's kind of how I figure out what songs I like the most because I just want to enjoy the album. But anyway, my favorite song was probably Masquerade. And that's not going to okay. surprise you. It was like the sassy. The second, la- the second song from Salsa the Latin Side A. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which I really, really liked a lot. I also liked Demente, which was like a reggaeton song. <gasps> mm-hmm. But yeah, that was from like Side C, which I kind of called the like Let's Salsa, Salsa <laughs> on a Beach it. was that Salsa side. on a Beach, yes. Give me yep. that, please. Yep. <laughs> yep. I also really like Stay Tonight. It was like a disco pop song. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, my yeah, God. yeah, yeah, That originally yeah. came out in April. I guess she released mm-hmm. a single for each theme, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. She's had four pre-release songs before the mm-hmm. album came out. And yeah, again, it's just different. It's a different vibe. Love it or hate it. But yeah, she's released, four of these songs were already released. Yeah. Which is cool. I kind of like label the sides, what they reminded me of. Side A was kind of like Pop Princess. Side B, we're going to the club. Side C, (laughs) let's salsa. And side D was like time to chill a bit. Like now we're at home, like at home vibes. So again, that's interesting. That's a whole different way to release an album. It was kind of cool. It just was different. It was nice to see something different, honestly. Yeah. Um, I liked it. I really did. I just don't like, because I'm very opposite of you. Like I listen to an album all the time, beginning to end. I think yeah. it's really important that it's cohesive and well, that it flows I do, but and it tells a story. Yeah. Like I want to hear the story of an album. So when you're giving me four separate little mini albums within one album, it feels a little disjointed. It's like, okay. But I will say I could tell, like they did go together enough that I labeled them. So yeah. I mean, there was still, it wasn't just like 20 random songs. She did have a vibe for each thing. On the first side A, I really liked Flying on Faith because I loved the chorus. It was a little bit lower and it was so melodic. I just kind of loved the message and like can't seem to get off the ground, but I keep trying to fly on faith. Mm -hmm. I love that. I think it's a really relatable message. 
side B, my going to the club side. I liked Dream of You. It sounded so much like Dua Lipa. Yes. It sounded Love so it. much like Dua Lipa. Very current. I thought Stay the Night was good. It reminded me of 2000's J-Lo. I mean, you can really hear the influences of yeah. her, the songwriters, the producers. I loved Side C, the salsa side. The song you mentioned, loved it. Demente, was that it? Yeah. Loved it. And then I thought another one that was really pretty, which I'm not going to even try to pronounce. Um, it was kind of like a slower song on that vibe, Bul Harong or something like that. Oh, okay. I loved it. And it was kind of like talking about her relationship with her fans. Um, as she mentioned in an interview, and she kind of starts it by saying, it's okay not to be fine. Mm. Awesome. I'm so happy to see more mental health and vulnerability and honesty. Yeah coming out in Korean music, K-pop. Uh, we'll talk about that later with King Daniel, but really cool. Loved that song. And then side D, I, I liked Comes and Goes. I mm -hmm. feel like it was very different. So it's one of those ones people love or hate, but it did stand out. And it just reminded me so much of like a bittersweet 80s vibe. It reminded yeah. me of Gwen Stefani Cool. It just, there was something in that that just like struck a chord with me. On side B, I like All Night Long mm -hmm. a lot, R&B slow jam. And to go back to Dream of You, because when I was listening to that, the lyrics, let me just read some for you. Park the car and come on in. I got whiskey. I got gin and lingerie. Girl. Girl. <laughs> it's Charity's aesthetic, you guys. <laughs> I was like. It's Charity's aesthetic. <laughs> I loved it. It's rare that you hear, like, maybe the soloists do it more. I don't think the girl groups no. would have such provocative lyrics. For sure. No, for sure. She, I mean, that whole part, like, it's all in English, and she sounds like an American pop star. So I don't know yeah, if that was does. the whole. Yeah. But she yeah. definitely does. And I thought another thing with that, that song in particular with Dream of You, it sounded so much like Dua Lipa. And Dua Lipa is, like, my favorite western mm -hmm. pop star i think she's so phenomenal yeah because i love i love her voice so much that's the interesting thing with chenga she can do a lot yeah her voice can do a lot she can stay up there in the high k-pop range but she can go lower if i was near her i would say like this is this should be your vibe do this because there aren't that many k-pop females doing that and there's a lot of k-pop females doing a lot of the other stuff I think she just can go a lot of different ways. So it'll be exciting to see where she goes in her career. It's a strong yeah. first album and she shows us what she can do. I mean, there's a lot to work with here. I selfishly want her to go the Dua Lipa. Yeah. That route, because I think vocally she can do it. And the other stuff, like there are a lot of people doing, I don't want to say like pop, like American pop, but you know, the vocal stylings with a lower voice that's a K-pop queen. Really cool. Really, really yeah. cool. She can do it all. And I, and she also, we didn't even mention that she raps on Bicycle. And this girl's not a oh, rapper. Yeah. She had never yeah, rapped before. Which shocked the crap out of me that she had never rapped before. Because she kills it. Kills so, it. So, so good. Really good. So she's a superstar. I'm so excited to talk about her and watch her career she also just side note seems super sweet i love her personality check her out if you haven't seen her or if you don't know anything about her she's really really awesome i think we're fans right charity i'm yeah. rooting for her i think we gotta play a clip
Yeah, let's listen to Bicycle by Chung Hyo. I'm impressed. I really am. Really cool. Congratulations. Awesome debut. Everything I've seen on the timeline, people love her. Mm -hmm. And yeah, as they should, as they should. I can nitpick about the way the album was done, but great songs. Awesome music video. She's great. Very cool. Let's move on to a solo artist. We kind of called her the queen. I think King Daniel has really been looked at as a king in Korea. Mm -hmm for solo artist K-pop. And he came back and released a single called Paranoia with an accompanying music video. I'm just going to say right off the bat, this is my favorite thing he's ever done. Yeah, it was intense. This is my favorite, favorite, favorite thing he's done. But previously with King Daniel, I understood why he was a star, but he wasn't necessarily my cup of tea. I just never super connected with what he did. I thought it was very well done, but it just, you know, Sometimes you just don't get like, wow, or, yeah, you know, it was always just like, oh, that's good. This one was different for me. I think this is a different experience. What did you think before we kind of dive into the whole thing? I really liked it. I was a big fan of Who You Are. I really liked that song a lot. This song was really good. And the concept was mm-hmm. creepy and dark AF. Loved it. Nightmares. Loved Nightmares. it. Nightmares. I loved it. And that's why I think I loved it. It's yeah. What he did so well in his team, I mean, I'm not sure who was the creative genius behind this music video, but the whole thing, it's about your nightmares and it's the imagery. It wasn't just like the sexy stalking monsters and the dark imagery we've seen in a lot of kind of darker, quote unquote, K-pop videos. It also showed the scared, paranoid prey. Mm -hmm. And that's what made this video so effective for me. That spider choreography at the opening is stunning. It's stunning. And the choreography for the whole thing, the entire music video song, you can watch a performance video of the choreography, which of course I've done a million times. It's amazing choreography. But visually, this was just out of this world K-pop video. I mean, a grand scale, the references to nightmares, the drowning and fire and being stabbed. Um, I, I guess when that scary figure was trying to stab him and he was fighting yeah. it, holding on, like trying to keep it from stabbing him. I loved that part. It was so scary. Right? It felt like it was right out of a nightmare. Like they did a really good job capturing the fear mm-hmm. and like that, that intensity that feels so real. Ooh, felt like I was in it with him. And the bedroom scenes were really cool too. Kind of seeing him sleeping and then being scared and hiding under the dining room table. And then it looked like when he woke up, he was bleeding. Like there was something on his neck. Yep. Really cool. Again, this is my favorite, favorite, favorite song and music video, Kang Daniel's done. Sometimes it takes me a while, but now I can say it. Like I get it. I get why he is so big and so successful. I was really impressed. And I also really liked, I was reading um, about kind of the inspiration for the song and how obviously there's always multiple meanings with something. So not Mm -hmm. only our own nightmares, but fighting 
against the monsters that we all have inside of us. Like mm-hmm. all the like doubt or the anxiety or the dark thoughts, like anything that you fight inside, whether it be your own negativity or your own criticism, all of that layered into this video and song. Just amazing. And he has like so much experience with that. I yeah. saw in an interview him talking about when he stepped away a couple years ago and they didn't really bring it up, but he said, yeah, no, I stepped away because of panic attacks and depression. Mm-hmm. So again, like this whole thing we've seen in K-pop, it's in K-dramas, you know, Korean television shows, they're starting to really pay attention to mental health and talk yeah. about it more freely. And I'm always going to be a big advocate for that because it just lets people know you're not alone. You yeah. know, we talk about that quite a bit with any of these dark songs. It's very relatable. And it's really relatable to look at this guy who is really handsome and interesting and on top of the world. And he's had struggles. And I think that maybe that's why the vulnerable parts hit so hard and seem mm-hmm. so genuine in this music video, because he has gone through some stuff and yeah. felt negative feelings. It just translated really well. Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Really cool. Really well done. And he has, I think we talked about this when we reviewed him last time. Boy, is there money behind him. Right? Ooh, (laughs) there's nothing cheap in this music video. In any of the music videos I've seen of his, they're always really big budget productions. Yeah. It's impressive. So this one's the most impressive to me. Big time. Same, same, same. Huge fan. Let's play a clip of Paranoia. Kang Daniel. love that chorus so much yes yes we've talked about the music video so much but the song is really good really good and I like the chorus was a little bit unexpected to me Mm -hmm. like it felt like it was building up to kind of a higher like here's the drop type of chorus and then it he went a little bit lower at the beginning there was something a little bit different with the way the chorus came in that I wasn't expecting a little softer I was like oh Wow. And the way that the chorus kind of builds, it's just really, really interesting. A really nice song. Really cool, different, interesting. I can't wait for the rest of the album. I know. I know. I'm a fan. I really stand him and I cannot wait to see what's coming and what he does next. This was really cool. This clicked. So check it out if you haven't. King Daniel, Paranoia. A lot of good music. We pretty mm-hmm. much, we've liked everything yeah, this week. right? <laughs> Doesn't always happen, but it's fun when it does. Yeah. Let's move on to something else I have a feeling Charity will like. <laughs> Monster X released, I believe it was a couple weeks ago. It was very recently, a Japanese single and music video called Wanted. I think it was last week. Sorry, I get my yeah. dates mixed up. But like these other ones have happened within the past couple of days. Wanted was last week. So we wanted to talk about it. We didn't forget it. Charity, what do you think about the song and the music video? I thought it was Epitome Monster X. They are so consistent with their music. You know a Monster X song, you know, Mm -hmm. just like you know an NCT song. Mm -hmm. So I love it. I just, was I blown away? 
No. That I love it? Yes, because I love Monster X. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're like, here's a Japanese yeah. song. That's kind of how it felt. Like, all right, here you go. I would agree with that. Okay, yeah. I completely agree with it. I don't hate the song. I think it's fine. They have a really specific sound on their Japanese songs. It's very specific. There's a different kind of beat mm-hmm. and pace to every single Japanese release. It's You can definitely tell it's Monster X Japanese song. This one fit the bill. The police lineup was fun and kind of the deconstructed interrogation room. I like the all black outfits, very Monster X. I just think it's fine. It's not my favorite thing they've ever done. It's not bad. I needed a little bit more bass in the Mm -hmm. song. It all kind of stayed in one in an area where I just wanted something to drop a little bit more. I was looking for more variation musically in the song. Not bad. Not bad. Didn't hate it. It's not bad. I think it's also just hard to judge this fairly coming off of Fatal Love, coming off of Love Killer and everything they did with that album. This did feel a little bit like, well, here's a Japanese single. Like, a little bit. Like, all right. All right. And it's fine. No shade there. Cool. But yeah, it was like, all right, here it is. Boy, do I love Shonu. My goodness gracious. That man, I tell you. Charity, can I ask you, who do you love? Who's your alt? Because I don't think we know. I don't know. After 39 episodes of the New York City K-Pop Queens podcast, I'm sure the queen will agree with me. It's hard to know who Charity even likes. She really keeps it close. She doesn't say much about him. Um, I've always wondered, does she even have an alt? So... It's shown you really? <laughs> Oh my God, why are you so funny? <laughs> <laughs> if I could like, just wear like, show new paraphernalia all the time and just be like, he is mine, that is my alt, I would. <laughs> you, you want that merch, just show new merch all oh, day. I kid, I kid. I just really, I guess because I was expecting M. June to be my alt <laughs> once upon a time. <laughs> <laughs> we know how that went. Bye-bye. <laughs> And then Shonu just freaking snuck on in there and has and there he is forever and ever. Yeah, he's he's been holding it down for a long time. So yeah. got it unlocked. Yeah. yeah, I think he does. <laughs> I could always see there was an issue with you and Nam June, but with Shonu, yeah. This, this might be it. So we'll see. We'll oh, keep goodness. you guys updated. <laughs> <laughs> I digress. Uh, uh, should we play a clip? Do you want to play a clip of Wanted? I don't know. I always want to hear Shonu sing. All right. All right. For Charity, because apparently <laughs> she really likes this guy. I don't know. It's news, <laughs> news to all of us. But we're going to play a clip. This is Monster X Wanted. <laughs> solid like that's a solid monster x song yeah yeah it's, yeah it's good it's good no complaints all good <laughs> okay 
Time to move on, if that's okay with you. I don't. Yes, yes. We can fine. talk about we can talk about show all night. We have a whole show new episode one day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Charity's dream. That would be your dream. We just talk about show new from Oddstox for like two hours. Right. And another thing I love about him is he's so hot. He's just great. So like it is. That's pretty much what our Valentine's Day episode was. I was just gushing over our favorites, guys. right? the queen was like like, no idiots we already heard you do this we hear you do this every week (laughs) everyone's probably knew that's what these episodes are but okay (laughs) let's have one (laughs) hey we should do one one time they're like you do it every week Um, let's call it a valentine's episode (laughs) 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 sorry guys we're dying uh okay Let's move on. Um, Stray Kids reality show, SKZ Code. New episodes come out every Tuesday, and it's on YouTube. English subtitles. They're usually around 20 minutes. They're very easy to watch. Mm-hmm. This week, I'm going to be honest, I wasn't as crazy about this week's episode as yeah. the first two. I think because the first two were like funny, fun, kind of physical challenges. Yeah. And this one, they were doing a quiz on JYP lyrics. So it was like, eh. I wasn't crazy about the activity and the competition in this one. I thought it was fun when they all had to hold Ian while doing choreography. Yeah. That was like, that was the highlight of the episode for me. You know what I thought was funny? What? I'm going to be real shady right now. Whatever. Um, <laughs> when they had to guess lyrics and they knew twice immediately and then they yep. played JYP's Fever. And none of them knew it. And I was like, listen, I mean. I loved it. I loved it. Did we really expect them to know the song? Well, now JYP is going to ruin their career like God 7. Right? I know. He's very ego driven. So I, I, was like, I died. I laughed so hard. I was like, they're not going to know the lyrics to this. And how many times they got it wrong and they just finally moved on because they didn't know I was dying. <laughs> and they were all looking at each other like, uh, what? I don't know. Do you know? Oh, oopsie. Oh, goodness. That was my yeah, favorite. Like, he expected, like, he expects them to know, like, deep cuts of right? his whole career. Come on, dude. I don't know where I found that. I think I screenshot it for you. The single for that. I don't yep. know how I, how I went down that rabbit hole, but somehow I was there. Um, probably with all the Got 7 drama. And yeah. I found that and I was like, oh my Lord, Emily, look at this. I'm <laughs> Anyways, shady time over. I just had to point that out. <laughs> well, you know, I think oh. there's, there's something to be said about it. Yeah. There was a lot going on with that GOT7 JYP dispute. Team GOT7. Sorry, Team GOT7. Always. But yeah. also Team Stray Kids. Same, yeah, want, big time. Team I don't he, want better, him to... he better not. I will come for you, JYP. Right? I will. He, ever does anything to stray kids you don't be on a flight to korea (laughs) and you don't want to see me get mad and sassy you do not you're gonna get yelled at it's gonna get ugly (laughs) (laughs) you are gonna get yelled at it is gonna get so ugly (sighs) yeah but for real jyp please don't screw things up for stray kids give them all the money and love and support you can yeah they're the best yeah. So they don't know your songs. I mean, none of us do. Who does? <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> well, I don't. Sorry, not sorry. Sometimes, here's the deal. Sometimes you have to go, wow, when I was 20, I was a big deal. 
Now yeah. I'm 50 and I'm not, mm, maybe I need to like fade in the background. I'm not like a hot 20 year old anymore. Yeah. For some reason, people in the entertainment industry have a lot of trouble with that they concept. They do. Big time. And like, you're not, you're not anymore. I'll sit here and say, obviously I'm not 50, but yeah. I'm not the same girl I was when I was 18. I'm not that girl. Yeah. Like, yeah. let's get realistic with ourselves. And I'm not going to go compete with an 18 year old right no. now. That wouldn't be a good look no. for me because no. I'm older <laughs> and it would be, it'd be like, what is she doing? That's yeah. embarrassing. So that's my point. Don't try to compete with younger people. Even if you were cool when you were their age, you're not their age anymore. No. Let's age gracefully and you can still rock it and do your thing. No shade. If you want to be a solo artist at 50, do it. Do it. But like, let's do it gracefully. Let's stop trying to compete with other pop acts that may be on your label. Let's do like how Yunho's doing it. He's doing it very gracefully. <sighs> Girl, I love that yeah. man. Mm. Yeah. This little right? Eeny Meeny Challenge. It's so cute. I love how he's pulled in so many different groups and celebrities to do it with him. Right? He, yeah. See, there's an example. You can be in the industry without making a fool of yourself as you age. And that's something a lot of people have done. There's a lot of examples. We could make a PowerPoint presentation for him if we need to on yeah. how to age in the industry. There's been some embarrassing stuff happening there. So. Hopefully he doesn't hear Anyways. this podcast because he will cancel us so fast. Well, <laughs> try to cancel us, buddy. <laughs> we put this on ourselves. You can't cancel us. <laughs> exactly. Are you going to cancel? Hmm. I don't think, I don't think you can cancel us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're self-produced, so yeah. good luck. No, oh, well, I, JY, he, JYP should love us because we yeah. give so much free publicity and so positive and positive yeah. reviews. I mean, we really just have champions. Him, just everyone else. Oh, yeah, but we've championed <laughs> Stray Kids. Stray Kids twice. We talk about them and give them great reviews all the time. So if you want to continue making lots of money, you will never cancel us. Yes. And maybe you'll take some of our advice. You should, actually. You should. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway, our we digress. Our hour of talking to JYP is over. <laughs> yeah. Back to the New York City Cave Love right. podcast. <laughs> Sorry we went on a tangent. It's been a long, crazy day for both of us. We're getting late into the night recording this. (laughs) Anyways, back to the subject at hand. Uh, The SKZ code this week, it was just fine. It was whatever. We'll see what happens next week. Really excited for Waveision to come back. (gasps) They're doing a fun kind of winter sports reality show. Their reality stuff is always gold. So we will be talking about, I think that drops next week. We'll be reviewing that within a week or two. So get ready because you know how wave visions are really, really, really Mm -hmm. good. Excited. And we'll continue to talk about SKZ code. I hope next week's episode's a little bit more fun. We'll see. I also thought the end was really bizarre of this episode. I think that they were trying to be funny. I didn't quite, (laughs) I didn't think it was that great. Um, Yeah. Yeah. The whole thing like he never graduated and he had to eat cafeteria food the rest of his life. And that was a little bit of a mess. Yeah. Okay. A little bit of a mess. See, guys, we don't love everything Stray Kids does. See? Exactly. This one little tiny thing. <laughs> this 20-minute episode was not our favorite. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully next week they rebound. We'll watch it to the end no matter what because yeah. we do love Stray Kids. Yeah. Stays for life. Obviously. So speaking of Stray Kids, some news came out today that I was shook by. We know that they're doing Kingdom. Now, we were all told Kingdom starts in April. That's what we were told. Well, Mnet likes to lie and throw (gasps) things at us and give us stress and anxiety. So today, there was this whole, like, kind of intro video of them 
introducing the groups and the groups mm-hmm. gathered in separate boardrooms and stuff. I don't know. It was maybe two minutes long. But they said the first stage is February 23rd. It'll be like the what? introduction vote. And they get a two-minute performance. They have to do it in one take. And then fans and fans are going to vote. And it's going to be streamed on YouTube. The good news is it's on YouTube internationally for free. We can all watch it. But I was like, what? I thought this was starting in April. I haven't emotionally off, prepared. It was from January to then silence to then April to now February. Okay. All right. And then. And this sounded or seemed like it was just going to be like a tease before the rest of the season starts in April. I was a little bit confused by it. So it's like next week we have performances to watch and then we'll have, take a month off and then come back. Okay. No idea. But I will say just watching the video, I was very stressed, very stressed because they kept showing a lot of my favorite groups. And it's like, they show a tease. I'm like, oh, I love a tease. Oh, oh, amazing. Yeah. I can't wait to see them. They're I totally going to win. And then they show Stray Kids. And I'm like, oh my God, no. Like my loyalty is to Stray Kids. Yeah. And then they show the boys. And my bias from the boys, Hyung Jae, was like, are we going to meet you know today? Is you know going to come in? Because you know is one of the <gasps> co-hosts. And yeah. I'm just like, I love you all so much. I'm rooting so hard for every, every single one of those groups. Like, yeah. We talk about teas and straight kids a lot, but genuinely all the groups that are competing are really good. So it's just hard because like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to vote. I don't know what to do. We'll see. This is going to no. be, uh, again, this is why I'm stressed. I thought I had till April to think, okay, like what's my strategy coming into kingdom, but now next week. And I think genuinely I'm just going to go by the best performance Yeah, because I know I've seen so much stuff on Twitter timelines of all the fans kind of trying to get votes from other fandoms and already kind of sharing their strategies. I don't want to blindly vote for a group just because they're my favorite. I want the group that does the best performances to win. So exciting. I know. I'm excited. It's very stressful. But it's stressful. I really, I I love a tease, but uh, I really want Stray Kids to win. I just really want this for them. I want this so bad for them. Yeah, me too. No, me too. No, me too. My vote can be swayed. But I really hope. Exactly. Let's say SF9 comes in and they do the best performance. Well, they deserve to win. But yeah, I feel the same way though. I want our boys to show the world what we've seen and why we champion them so hard. And oh, this is going to be stressful. I'm stressed Mm, out. Right. I'm nervous. I I get nervous for stuff like this. Like I genuinely will get so nervous watching my faves do something like this. Right? It's, yeah. So we'll be watching. We'll give you our opinions. We're nervous. Speaking of a tease, a tease has been dropping crazy trailers and pictures. The comeback is coming up, Charity. We have a couple weeks before we're talking about a tease. My goodness. Those pictures. I love that they look bright Scary. and colorful. Well, I was going to say, they, they're trying to be like, oh, we're all colorful. Also, no, we're a little scary. No, a little creepy. Yeah. We, the Not lettering happy. and the bright red blood red letters of fireworks. Well, what about the circle that looks like a like pentagon or something? Like it's like, I was like, ooh, okay. We're creepy, right? We're going to hell with a tease. Yeah. I agree with you. Like when those first teaser images came out and they were in bright colors, I still felt like this scares me. Well, my man had a weird alien thing on his jacket just hanging out on the side of his jacket. Well, it was a fashion statement. Right? I was like, okay, um, it's done. Like that video came out, which scared me. It scared me a lot, a lot. I'm scared. 
And then the pictures came out with like the tree and the fire. Yeah. Um, there's a lot going on. What I love about this so much, the video with HJ, the group leader, I love that they're continuing their storyline. We yeah. get to continue this storyline that is so beautiful and well done. And I feel like we're going into a different part of the universe. I don't know if we're going back or forward. I can't wait to see how their storyline devolves and what's going to happen. They're special artists. They're so unique. Yeah. It's one of these rare times where I'm like, this creeps me out. I'm scared, but I want to watch more. I want to see more. (laughs) It's so engaging and interesting. So that a tease come back. Oh, wow. We're waiting for it. It's going to be insane. Very, very cool and very exciting. I'm sure more will come out. They're releasing stuff every day. So that's cool. Shout out to Dio from EXO. He was cast as the lead in a romantic Korean film called Unspeakable Secrets. So yeah, he's getting back to work quick. He's going to be the lead in a movie. Very cool. Congratulations to him. Very, very have confirmed their March comeback. So March is going to be stacked. Like, get ready. We are going to be, we have so much to cover in March, which I mean, we're not complaining. That's always a wonderful thing. So that's exciting. Right? And what about, we've been talking about like teaser pictures coming out. Wanho's had a lot of teaser pictures. My goodness. But then his cover of Men's Health, Captain Korea, <laughs> is official. It's official. He's Captain official, Korea yes. on the cover <laughs> of Men's Health, looking insane. We've talked about his body as insane. He looks like a bodybuilder. Yeah. He puts so. in that work, man. He puts in the work. Oh my goodness. It's a lifestyle. It's not just working out. It's yeah. the diet. It's the, oh the strict yeah. diet and supplements to get your body that way. Oof. That's dedication. Yeah. It's dedication. I mean, better him than me because I'm not that disciplined, but I I'll love looking out, at those pictures. I do also like to have a cupcake, so. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm not going to get those out. balance. But I do. I love working out, but I also love on the weekend. I'm going to have a cupcake. It's happening. Yeah, it's normal to have a healthy yeah. balance in your life. Yeah. Everything in moderation. You're I all doubt good. that he has cupcakes though. There's no way you can no, have no, no. cupcakes. Yeah, people with those bodies don't have anything. Like yeah. it's That's, protein and water and no. raw chicken and yeah. no, no, thank you. <laughs> no, but I admire the discipline and admire the discipline so yeah. much. And he looks fantastic. His comeback will be reviewing in a couple weeks. Cannot wait for that. I'm so excited. Oh my God. Big deal with fashion, K-pop fashion. New York Fashion Week is going on right now. And Young Jin from T by T, he walked in New York Fashion Week and he looked phenomenal. Like he looked so different dressed in these clothes. And as a model, he looked 10 years older, way more masculine. It was such, it opened my eyes to why a lot of people say he's kind of Hyunjin's competition for it mm-hmm. boy from fourth generation. He looked phenomenal. So look up those pictures if you haven't. No, I haven't seen it. Did he oh. come to New York? I think it was all virtual. Okay. okay. But like they did like fashion shows, you know, like in yeah. the studio fashion shows, walking pictures, the whole deal. Okay. And Yang Yang from Wavy also did. Oh, that's amazing. He was also part of New York Fashion Week. So Huge shout out to those guys. Great opportunity. And they should be. These people look like models. Like they should be. 
Right. Most attractive people on the planet are K-pop stars. You cannot <laughs> yeah. tell us differently. Not, no. Period. 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 End of story. <laughs> Period. Copy. Printer. <laughs> <laughs> done. Done, done, done. So congratulations to them. I think that's really neat. We want to say a special kind of farewell, although it's not a farewell yet, but Monster X Minyuk, who we call Mini, Mini, April's Nayeon, and NCT, Jaehyun, they've been MCs on Inkigayo for like a year and a half almost, I think a year and four months, and they're stepping down. They're going to change MCs. I know, but they've actually been, this is interesting, they're the longest running group of MCs who lasted together without a change or anything. The producer said, and yeah, yeah. The producer said that um, he's especially sad because they're number one in his heart since casting. So, but it makes sense. Like they're all, their careers are getting bigger and bigger. And I think it was a really great opportunity though, especially for Minyak. He has such a personality Mm -hmm. that should be an MC, a DJ, a host. He's yeah. so good at it. And I think it really gave him a chance for his personality to flourish. So I'll miss seeing the three of them together. I thought that all three had really nice chemistry and a nice friendship. So hopefully they'll stay friends and congratulations to them on an amazing run. Their last episode will be at the end of the month on February 28th. Shout out to them. That's a, an amazing accomplishment. Okay. Big story came out today. I'm still wrapping my head around this because it came out before we went on air, but Big Hit continuing to make huge, huge moves in the industry. They inked a deal with Universal Music Group. They're going to be doing a boy band in America. And it sounds like they're going to do it on an American Idol type of TV show. So very making the band, Lou Perlman, O-Town, Diddy. And there'll be kind of a joint record label between UMG and Big Hit based in Los Angeles. Hmm. I just... Ugh. I'm not a fan. I'm just going to, I'm not. I vehemently I? disagree with this for many reasons, which I will get into now. <laughs> Please, because I'm honestly <laughs> speechless because I feel really like, huh, yeah, not happy. I don't think you can make another BTS. I'm sorry, you can't. No, of course not. Of course not. Nope. And you most certainly cannot come to the U.S. to find it. I'm sorry. Nope. And I know we have. I know we, there's a lot of American Korean K-pop stars. K-pop, yes. But the difference is the environment that they train in is yep. not American environment. It is a Korean environment. Yep. The work ethic is insane in Korea. It is insane. That is why they are so talented. They're probably way more talented than any Western artist. I'm sorry. They really are. No question. No, no question. question. There's no question. And like you're, the trainee system is why yeah. you have why you have the talent you do in K-pop. Yeah. You're not going to find that on a reality show no, with American kids and no. their stage parents. And no. like nope. there's no work All their opinions. Here. Yep. There's no work ethic. Honestly, no. like our... I shouldn't say that. There are a lot of people that work very hard. Yes. But in our entertainment industry, the stars are treated, especially younger and child stars, they're on a pedestal. Like these pop stars are on a pedestal, which leads to their downfall. Watch Justin Mm -hmm. Bieber's career. Thank goodness he's back on track and he's doing very well. But they're not used to anyone telling them they're doing a bad job and they have to try harder. No. They're 
on a pedestal surrounded by yes men and that's it. And now our record industry is just giving deals to TikTok stars. Songs get big on TikTok. They give them a record deal. They flame out after one song because there's been no A&R behind them. Our industry is very, very different from the Korean music industry. And I understand why Bang PD is doing this. He's trying to capitalize as much as possible on the K-pop wave and on what BTS has been able to achieve. I get it. But the problem is- Exactly. He's diluting the product by overexposing it and trying to Americanize it. You can't Americanize K-pop. You can't. That's not K-pop. And it's frustrating for us who love the genre so much and respect it. You have America and American audience that loves and respects the genre. So I don't understand the need to Americanize it and do reality shows and do, it cheapens what it is. And then you're going to have everyone look at these amazing groups who have fought so hard for their success, who are on the brink right now of breaking in the West, right? Mm -hmm. Monsta X, NCT, Stray Kids, Twice, all these groups that have really worked their asses off are now going to be labeled as these like American Idol type, oh, making the band, it's another K-pop group. Yeah. I heard Twice and Luna on the radio here back to back one night. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember I texted you immediately. I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, that was so exciting. Yeah. I just think it's going to ruin the opportunity no, for the real exactly. K-pop acts. You're not going to hear Luna and Twice. Mm-hmm. You're going to hear American K-pop. Ugh. And everyone's going to say, this sucks. The numbers are going to be bad. The concerts won't sell. No. And then all of K-pop in America is going to have trouble getting played and getting exposure because there's a bad taste in everyone's mouth from that cheesy reality show. Yeah. So I hate this. I hate this. I hate it's it. It's basically designer imposter. And if you guys don't know what that is, yep. back in the day, they would have these really expensive perfumes or colognes. And then this company would come in and they were called like designer imposter or something, whatever the name of the fancy cologne was. So it's a fake version. It's not the best. It smelled different. It smelled like the cheap version of the fancy cologne or perfume. So this is basically a designer imposter BTS. You already have the most amazing product, the most amazing music, the most amazing artist. Why would you then let me create a really discounted version of that? Because they want the American money and Americans don't want to listen Unless it's in English. We already saw that with BTS and Dynamite. So mm-hmm. they decided, well, let's just do an American group. And we'll, they'll, they'll sing in English and they'll be from America and we'll put them on a reality show. Yeah, I don't like it. I think it, I think it, I think it hurts K-pop's image. Yeah. And, you know, like I love and hype in. I'm not hating on the reality show thing because a lot of groups that we love were put together on reality shows, you know? Reality like shows in Monst- Korea is different like, yep, than Monsta here. Monsta X and Hypen, all of them. Yeah. Like, no shade, but it's very different. There's a cultural difference here in the entertainment industry. There's a massive cultural difference. I wish they would just call it something else. Just say yeah. they're putting together a boy group, not a K-pop. Yeah, don't call it K-pop. Do not do that. Don't like that. I just... In the Korean culture and in the Korean music industry and entertainment industry, there's such a level of respect in everything, in every interaction, and at the awards, at any TV show, there's a level of respect that everyone has for one another. (laughs) People here don't have that, unfortunately, and it's disgusting. And it is also why we are so drawn to the Korean culture and the Korean music and why we were kind of pulled into all of this. So to 
try to create something here, yep. it's not going to be the same. It's it's going to be a generic, discounted, knockoff, crappy version yep. of what yep. is art. You don't need to make the shitty. Sorry, you don't need to make the shitty version of the amazing version. Just have the amazing version. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Like it, well, it's just greed. And like, they also mentioned, you know, this is a big deal with UMG and Big Hit. So a lot of UMG artists, universal music artists will now be on Weverse. God help us. They've just expanded this whole partnership. And in some ways it's really cool because it's like, okay, that's kind of a Korean company coming in and taking a huge stake in American music. I'm fine with that. I root for them to succeed. Yes. Please come over here and take over our media because our media sucks and we yeah. need your voices more than this crap. Totally in it. But That's not what's going to happen. I don't want, yeah, I don't see that happening. And I think, I don't know. And, you know, I could be wrong. They said it's going to be a global K-pop group, boy group. So maybe they're going to go for an American version. It won't be Korean Americans. I mean, it'll be, it'll look different. I don't know. But I just, we're kind of taking this in as everyone was reading it live on Wednesday night. We're recording this as this press release came out. So if we're, if we don't know all the details, apologies. First glance, I, I'm not psyched about it. No, yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not psyched about it whatsoever. It was my fear when yep. Dynamite came out. That was my biggest fear. Yep. You saw it coming. Yeah. You saw it coming. And what I hate with that is BTS got their Grammy nomination. And BTS got the numbers and everything that they've always dreamed of. I love that for BTS. Yeah, yeah. What I hate is it now feels very much like Bang used BTS Mm -hmm. to establish um, a larger footprint in LA and the music industry as a whole in America. Yeah. And is now going to use that to kind of dilute K-pop and the finished product. (sighs) Yeah, it's unfortunate. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. (sighs) I, I just don't love it. I don't love it. So, and that kind of ties in too with who they'll probably be collaborating with, with yeah. who the artists will do cross collaborations with will be UMG artists. They have some yeah. big artists. They have really big artists, but yeah, I just don't love this. I hope that we're wrong. I hope, hope, hope we're wrong. And it just becomes, it helps elevate the American music scene more. That's my hope. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> Yeah, uh, just a reminder. Reminder: Charity and I have actually worked in the music business. We're not like just fangirls. (laughs) We're. I I think we have to say that sometimes because no shade, but a lot of podcasts, a lot of other stuff around this industry, it's a different demographic. Yeah, Charity and I aren't twenty-year-old fangirls. We have some experience. We've worked in the industry. We've been around a lot (laughs) of musicians and. if we meet you in real life, I'm sure we'll tell you some good stories over some drinks one day. Yes, we, we have lots of stories. So we have some experience and some knowledge when we talk about this stuff. Just an FYI, we yeah. we understand how the industry works. And, you know, things always things can change and evolve, and they, it's constantly evolving. TikTok music wasn't a thing <laughs> a few years ago. So things evolve. We just hope maybe... Maybe this is for the better. I'm going to keep my fingers crossed and hope that I'm wrong. I hope we're so wrong and that this will be an amazing thing for K-pop and for the artists on Big Hit. It'll get, you know, it'll get a more exposure in the U.S., yeah. I guess. Just not, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll see what happens. And we don't want to 
go on a soapbox about it, but we've been kind of concerned with the way Big Hit's moving with their partnerships with YG. Yeah. The way Big Hit is moving is a little bit concerning for the future of K-pop. And again, it makes me feel a little bit like, huh, it's BTS is the reason all of this is happening for Big Hit. BTS. Big Hit was built around BTS. So I hope those guys profit off everything. I hope so. They better. (laughs) That's the only way I'll be okay with it. Me too. Let's put all that money in BTS's pockets and let's promote them and do everything for them first. Then fine, Mm -hmm. go do a reality show and create some boy band that no one's going to talk about in a year. (laughs) Because that's what this is. Let's get real. Yeah. Let's get real. I mean, Uh, and everyone compares like, well, One Direction was put together. One Direction's a different deal. The groups that are put together by Simon Cowell and the X Factor are always successful. Yeah. Always. Like, the one he did in the U.S. was probably the most successful in the past couple of decades, that Fifth Harmony. Mm-hmm. And it's not like they were super successful. Yeah. But I mean, it's a different game. None of those groups, like it's it's a different game, different deal. I wouldn't compare this to One Direction. I've seen that mentioned in a lot of the articles already. It's very different. It's a different deal. <laughs> but I digress. Hope we're wrong. We'll move on. <sighs> okay. Um. In kind of good, exciting news, AOMG just released an Instagram video coming up next. It's called Coming Up Next. And it's like this teaser video and nobody knows who the guy is. Is he going to be my man? He's wearing a baseball hat and you can't 100% tell. (gasps) But fans are convinced. It's got sevens. Yu-Gi-Oh! Yes. We've talked about how AOMG, he made a deal with AOMG. They haven't officially announced it. So this video seems very like, oof. And it says coming up next, February 19th at midnight. Ooh. Well, we have only a couple days left. We'll talk about yeah. it next week, I guess. Yeah. So super excited for that. I bet you it's sub. Yeah. No, for sure. There, I mean, I bet who you else would ever wouldn't be super excited for? Yes. <laughs> I think it's him. I think they're smart. AOMG is a great label, and the way that they're going to debut him is going to be amazing. It's really cool to see the God Seven guys working so hard already and putting mm-hmm. out stuff. We didn't have time to review it, but Mark put out his song with Sanjoy. It was cute. I think it's really different from what we're used to with Mark. So mm-hmm. it was interesting. It's um, on YouTube if you guys want to check it out. There's a cute kind of like animated video and it's like a love song. It's very, it's very different. And he says like the lyrics, there's something about like when I'm in Nevada, I think of you and I'm like, huh. Oh, who is that you about? Thank you. That's all I think about when I hear these <laughs> songs. I'm like, well, when was God it's Seven in Las Vegas? Yeah, exactly. When was God Seven in Las Vegas? Because he's been with God Seven <laughs> for 10 years now. Is there an American girlfriend? Let's figure it Ooh. out. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very cute love song. So congratulations to him. Just, it's going to be great to see what the GOT7 guys do. They're all super talented. Yeah. I think that's it for the news this week. There's so much going on. In K-pop, there's always, always news. Always. We always have stuff to talk about and always news. So if I missed anything, apologies. But I think we got you caught up on this past week in K-pop. And hopefully you enjoyed the episode and our reviews and discussions. A lot of good music this week. There's stuff to so check much out. Good music, and there's something for everyone. Like if you like the K-pop boy groups, NCT, Monster X. If you want a hot, fierce, 
queen solo act. You've got Chengha. If you want a male solo superstar, yeah. King Daniel's coming through. Like, just great music. We've got all the bases covered. You yes. know we do. New York City K-pop queens. Before we go, let's do our songs of the week. What did you pick for your song of the week? Gimme Gimme by NCT 127. Girl. It's a, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a double whammy. My song of the week is Gimme Gimme. NCT 127. There's nothing else. This is, the song made my week. The video made my week. Mm -hmm. I love them so much. Yeah. Charity and I agreed on a lot this week. I know. (laughs) It's a fun week. And we played that song already earlier in the episode. So look it up, listen to it. It'll be on our playlist. I've noticed we've picked up some followers on our official playlist. We put out a playlist of every song we reference, not just the K-pop songs. But like I brought up a Gwen Stefani song earlier in the episode. It'll be on there. Search Spotify, NYC K-pop Queens. Go to profile, not the podcast option, the profile option. And all of our playlists are there from every episode. So if you're ever interested, you want to hear more of that album or you want to hear more of that song, check out the playlist. And next week, oh, oh, Charity's going to flip out next week. We have Shiny. Shiny's back. Oh, my goodness, guys. My Shiny boo. is back. My boo-boo. Those pictures, like, I love everything they're doing. All the teasers, every single thing that they've put out so far. I am so here for so this. So excited. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Oh. I love it. So we'll have that to review. And then I Am is next week too. I don't know why I thought he was this week. I think it was wishful thinking. (laughs) But I Am from Monster X. We're going to have his duality. I love the name of it. Love, love. (laughs) Perfect. We'll be reviewing that. There'll be a lot of other stuff. I think Kingdom's first performance. I don't even know that this whole thing has just thrown me with Kingdom. (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) I don't know. Whatever. But we have a lot going on next week. So please come back. New episodes come out every Thursday. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We're so grateful to be part of the K-pop world, part of the K-pop community, even if Big Hit ruins K-pop for everyone, which which they won't, which they won't. Everything will be fine. But even if everything changed, we're still going to be here talking about it. We're not going anywhere. K-pop is our thing. And we're so grateful to have an amazing, loyal following of our listeners, the Queendom. We love you. Thank you for listening every week. Thank you for welcoming us into your lives. We're very grateful. And we will see you here next week. Have an amazing weekend. Please be safe, be healthy, have fun. Love you.